Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, the Fuckening episode seven. Um, despite one of the podcasts being about uh, a Q and A of about the military, we've continued to get more questions, so we're gonna answer more of those questions today on this podcast. Once more, Hill has all the questions on his phone, and so we're gonna go off of that. <laughs> all right. Number one. How is Marine Infantry School, also known as ITB? How is Marine Infantry School? How is the School of Infantry? Um, I, I don't know. That's a very broad question. I'm asking, like, in terms of, like, how difficult is it? Like, what's daily life like? Did you have a good time? I had a, gr I had a great time at ITV. All right, so there is the School of Infantry, and that includes MCT and ITV. ITB is Infantry Training Battalion. That's where all the fucking grunts go. MCT is Marine Combat Training. That's where all the fucking pose and shit go. ITB is what, 90 days? Wait, no. 60 days? It's... It's 60 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's two, ITB is two months in like a day or so. MCT is a month, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, continue your fucking shit. Well, I, I had a great time. Was it difficult? Yeah, especially for some somebody uh, like as small as me. Like the hikes were kind of, the hikes were kind of shitty. Um, field ops were kind of shitty, but they were a good time. Um, that's kind of where you meet all of your boys that you're gonna go to your first unit with and shit too. So, oh, overall, it's a good time. It's just there are some things about it that are shitty. We'll go figure. It's you know, learning how to be an infantryman. Yeah. What would you What do you think about it? <laughs> um, I I had a good time. Fucking, that is where I met all my fucking current friends. Um, so it was it was a good fucking time. You learn a lot, but you also learn nothing at the same fucking time. So, um, you'll see when you get to your first unit after graduating ITB. Um that you need to throw a lot of the information they teach you out uh, because the majority of the um, knowledge um, and practical application of that knowledge that you learn uh, will be useless based on your units that's OPs or um, a modern take on uh, current tactics. <clears throat> so, I mean, you know, it's definitely a good, like, baseline to get set up with some type of infantry foundation um but yeah that's literally all it is you're you're not going to fucking graduate itb and be a killer like it's not how the shit works um but yeah you learn a lot you fucking meet a lot of fucking great friends i met i met him in itb i met literally all of my fucking friends um in the school house so yeah it's 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 pretty fun the hikes will suck um if you are fucking shorter and that's just that'll be your entire career if, if you're shorter the hikes are going to fucking suck um you know it's not really something you can get around 
uh, other than fucking rucking pretty often. Uh, but yeah. Is that yeah? Yeah, 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 that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you ever consider reenlisting? That's a good question. Um at one at one point in time I did. And then because you know I wanted to do other things other than, you know, just be an infantryman in the in the Marine Corps. And then I reconsidered because the things that I wanted to do I could do on the civilian side and get me closer to a career that I would want to do long term. Um, because I'm not a lifer, obviously. But I did consider reenlisting at one point in time. Would I? Um, now? No, absolutely not. What if, like, what if a large scale, like, fucking engagement popped off? Would you sign back up? I have a two part answer for that. The first part is I would have no choice. I mean, you would. We're, we're not. Not everyone gets fucking recalled. Right. And two, I, I would, yeah. I'd go back. <laughs> okay. Only because you have the four inactive. Yeah, but like, it's not likely that you actually get recalled. True. I've, I've heard the horror stories, though. The tales, the fables. Uh, Alright, would I re-enlist? Yes, um, and I plan on it. Um, I I didn't re-enlist out of the fucking gate because I had a lot of personal things I still need to accomplish. Um, things I couldn't do while active duty. Um, but, you know, the, being an infantryman is one of my passions. Being a, a leader of men and marines is one of my passions so I don't think I'll ever like absolutely just let it fucking go um, right now I have to focus on the other things that I find fulfillment in um, but yeah but also some shit fucking pops off tomorrow I'll fucking drop everything and be right back there what are some good non-infantry MOS's fucking pose non-infantry MOS's. There's there's uh there's a number of non-infantry MOS's that that you could be and still end up working with the infantry, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're a support role, but you're kind of still there with them. And yeah, granted, it's not what you do all the time like they do, but pretty cool like combat engineers a good one um when i was deployed we had combat engineers attached to us and um uh, you know while they were with us they were one of us um not speaking along the lines of that though supplies a good one um yeah. and i say that because if you're supply, like, you are the man, like, you have the hookup on everything, like, yeah, it's kind of shifty, but you, you misplace a Gore-Tex top, you can get one, man, like, or if 
you have a, a buddy who's infantry and he lost one on a field op, like you can get him one. One went missing from the warehouse. Like, like if you're a boy, like supplies supplies a good one too. Um, those are the only two I can think of right now, though. I mean, there there are a lot of uh, non infantry MOSs or support MOSs. They're like they're cool dudes, um, and then there are a lot that are just like just fucking garbage. Like, yeah. if we listed the ones that are garbage, yeah. For the most part, admin. I fucking hate admin fucking clerks. Um, <clears throat> who the fuck else sucks? Um, Motor T is hit or, hit or miss. Because they can be really cool or they can be fucking dicks. Um, but as far as, like, like cool fucking support... MOS is I think I've never met a shitty Intel dude like they're all pretty chill no I was gonna say Intel yeah. especially cause like that was one of the things I wanted to do yeah. like talking about the reenlistment question uh cause if you're an Intel you can do this thing called Psychops and you just survey like local populace and look for like anomalies and baselines and stuff like that like you blend into a crowd and stuff so that's pretty pretty cool and every dude I've met who's Intel who does that is like the coolest guy. Yeah. They're all pretty fucking fucking human, fucking just basic analysts. Like the Intel community in the Marine Corps is pretty fucking chill. Um what the fuck else? Um yeah, supply is fucking cool. Um EOD, they're fucking they're phenomenal. They're the shit. Yeah, so <clears throat> Com guys are pretty cool too. Sometimes Me personally I've never met a comm guy That I have hated Okay Yeah 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 Uh, mm, No Okay I've never met like an actual Operator That I've hated But like actually in the fucking shop They're fucking dickheads Yeah yeah that's what I'm saying Like Dudes that are out there Yeah They're fucking cool But like actually In the fucking S6 shop They're fucking trash That's S6 yeah. Yeah. Um, and PMO is the most disgusting fucking MOS in the fucking Marine Corps. <laughs> and if you sign a fucking PMO contract, you can unfollow us right fucking now. <clears throat> because you are agreeing to spend your career potentially ruining the lives of other Marines. And I will never respect that. So. Yeah. If you want to be a cop, dude, just be a fucking cop. Just like, be a cop. Yeah. Um, but ruining dudes' careers over speeding tickets, like, okay. Yes. That's a bit unnecessary. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. This is a good one. I think this is actually one of my dudes. And he says, I just became a new fire team leader, and I don't know how to get my team to respect me. Any tips? Um, so there's a fine line between being authoritative and, and just being a horrible human being. Um, if you, if you really want to, like, them to respect you, like, show them that you're there for them and that you actually give a fuck about them. And don't just, hey, do this, do that all the time. Like, check in on your dudes, ask them how they're doing, and, like, just give a fuck about them, man. Cause like you're you're in charge of three human lives, 
and it's way beyond just paper counselings. Like it's, this I think that's downplayed a lot actually. Yes. How important that is because dudes would just be like, oh, okay, every month I have to write a counseling on these guys. No, like give a fuck about your dudes, man. Like, and if if they see that, they'll one hundred percent look up to you. Yeah. Just don't be a horrible human. That's that's about it. <laughs> Which is hard for a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if this is who I think it is. Um, you've seen me fucking work. You probably work for me. Um, like like Daniel was saying, being a fire team leader, even though you're like the the initial portion of small unit leadership, even though that first step, um, there are literally three lives depending on you, and that applies in the field, that applies in garrison, and that applies in their personal lives. Um, so that's not something you can take lightly where you're you're kind of stepping up to be the, this person's father figure you know you have a lot of kids coming out of high school 17 18 years old joining the marine corps you are now their daddy <clears throat> um you're there to listen to them when they're fucking drunk and bitching about the girl back home you're there to help them through financial fucking crises when they uh default on their car fucking loan and you know going to credit card debt um, you're there to fucking sit there in their room when they're fucking sad and suicidal and shit. Like, that is that is your job. Um, and the people that fail at leadership are the ones who don't do these things. Um, so even before focusing on the actual tasking specific to being an actual fire team leader, you need to first focus on being a role model. Because <clears throat> you can be absolutely shitty at your actual job as an 0311 as a team leader but as long as you are a quality leader first and foremost everything else will fall into line because I've never met a fucking platoon sergeant that was fucking stellar at every single aspect of being an infantryman never <clears throat> but when you're a good leader you have people in place that are good at those things that will step up when you need them to that you can direct to take action when necessary when you can't do it yourself um so yeah that like you were saying be a fucking good dude treat your guys with respect and they will in return respect you um yeah you're i don't know i just fucking love this shit i that shit's fantastic <clears throat> um but especially as like a new fucking team leader um once you get a fucking taste of that power, a lot of people fucking just go off the fucking deep end and do a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah, like, they think they're invincible. Yeah. And it's it's scary that people will, like, wake up. Like, leaders, they'll wake up, and their sole intent is to destroy their dues that day. Like, they literally wake up and like, damn, how can I fuck up my guys today? Yeah. Instead of waking up and being like, how can I fucking make these dudes better? How can I make them trust me more? How can I contribute to a better fire team so that we can be the fucking best? And that's how you need to fucking look at shit. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I think that covers that one. That does. Yeah. That, 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 that was good. One. Yeah. That's productive. <laughs> This is the last one. We blew through these really fucking fast. Um, what is the transition? I don't know why I just read that like I was fucking autistic. 
What is the transition like from Marine to civilian? Man, it's 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 a different. Um, it's one of those things like you hear guys talk about, and you don't really like it registers, but you don't really understand it until it like you actually go through it yourself. But it's it's and as dumb as it sounds, it's different, man. Like uh, you financially um while you're in man you got you have a meal card um all your medical and dentals paid for um you live in a barracks or a housing complex if you're married um most of that shit's handled for you and when people are in they really you know take that for granted because when you get out man that's all on you you have to adult and like do all of that yourself and uh it's just you got a little bit more you have to worry about on the civilian side is it a like can you handle it yeah of course but just a heads up there's there's a lot more shit that you got to worry about on the outside that is taken care of for you while you're in um life-wise Early, early in like your transition you'll notice that you'll still be doing a lot of weird shit like I wear hats a lot um, when you uh, when you walk in somewhere you'll find yourself you know taking your hat off it's just little subconscious stuff like that that you don't think about what you're doing as a result um, it's it's a readjustment I mean you, you just gotta get used to it and once you get used to it it's just normal life after that, man. What about, like, emotionally? Has it been any... Emotionally? Yeah. I will say emotionally, so... It, it, it's different, too, because... Um, while you're in... Like I said, we'll take, we'll take married people out of the equation for, for the moment. Um, you live in a barracks. Surrounded by your boys. You got at least one roommate. And so if you're ever, like, in something or if, like, going through whatever or you just feel off, like, you literally live with a dude that sleeps five feet from you that notices it and you can talk to him about. Or you can go walk next door, like, three feet and knock on your buddy's door. Like, you have a whole building of friends that you live with when you get out. You don't have that. You can't just walk next door and and knock on some dude's door. And I was gonna I was gonna make up some last name, but I was gonna end up saying somebody's actual name. Uh, you can't knock on some dude's door and be like, "Hey, man," and just talk to him. Like it's it's different, man. Yeah. Which yeah, I guess get around that. You can pick up a phone like a normal person and call him, but no one really does that anymore. Um, it's, it's, it has its ups and downs. Um, I've only been out for three months. I got out in the end of February, so it hasn't even been three months yet. Um, but it definitely has its ups and downs. Um, yeah, your habits kind of change. Um, 
and like you were saying, the, the comforts the comforts that you're used to are gone. Um, so that's that's definitely kind of tough, especially um, especially the medical fucking shit. Like yeah. you could fucking if you had like an accident or you did something stupid, you got drunk and got in a fight or some shit, you just go down the hall and you knock on your foreman's door, right? And it'll take care of you. Or, you know, anything medical related, you wake up with a fucking flu or some shit, you go to the fucking office and go to BAS, or you go to the hospital that's a mile away, right? And all that shit's paid for, you don't have to worry about shit, there are no bills in the mail, maybe shitty fucking uh, healthcare sometimes. Nonetheless, like, healthcare. Yeah, it's healthcare, that's <laughs> all that fucking matters. So you don't have access to that anymore. You can't walk across the street to the fucking chow hall, or, you know, do any of that fucking shit. So, yeah, it's definitely an adjustment to make, and if you didn't um, make preparation prior to uh, transitioning, then you're kind of going to be fucked. Um, so make sure you take care of that. Make sure your finances are in order. Um, <clears throat> I, a lot of people, especially um, that are related to the infantry, um, kind of have this myth that it's impossible to find employment when you get out because you know you have no real world experience in anything um that's absolutely fucking false um there is no reason that you get out of the imagery field and work at mcdonald's like it's, it's it makes no fucking sense that's that is 100 percent true we we got out well, i got out about a month before he did i got out how long did it take me to actually just get a job and start working i feel like it was like a week it was like a week it was, a little, it was a few days more than a week, and I had a job working already. Like, Full-time in a career field related to his prior training. So it's not like you have to get out and work at a fucking police department. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Law yeah. enforcement is a good career. Um, but like, you don't have to get out and be a security guard or a cop. There are numerous other uh, areas of job skill that you can use um so yeah and not even just that fucking like everyone joins the military and they're like oh i have free college and the jab and all shit yet no one fucking utilizes it when they get out yeah when you get out of the fucking marine corps and you contributed to either the post 9-11 gi bill or you just kept the fucking montgomery gi bill i may have the reverse which one do you contribute to doesn't fucking matter either way you have a fucking gi bill right so when you get out of the fucking Marine Corps, you apply for your GI Bill benefits, assuming you get out with the, an honorable discharge. Um, not only will they pay for your education, right? You get a living stipend, meaning that you don't have to work for three fucking years. You do not have to work. They are paying for you to fucking live and go to school. Yet people get out and work at McDonald's or just live at home because they can't get a job. They're paying you to get an education, yeah, and with that education, you get a piece of paper that says, hey, I'm eligible to do this job. Right. <laughs> so you, all you have to do is wake up and go to class. You get paid every fucking month. All of your expenses are taken care of. <clears throat> and then after three years or after four years, if um, your state has the Blue Ribbon pro or some weird program, whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, you're talking about. But after that's fucking done and you've been paid to finish your fucking degree, you can get another fucking actual job in whatever career field that you just majored in and studied for. So there's no reason to get the fuck out of the Marine Corps as an infantryman or any other MOS and be a fucking goddamn hobo. Like, there's no, it makes no fucking sense. 
Um, but other than that, fucking, for me, it's it's just been difficult, kind of emotionally, um, because like we were saying, I, I I'm used to being around my family. Really, that that's your fucking family, and <clears throat> there's always a lot of shit about veterans committing suicide and shit, and even active duties committing suicide. And most people relate that to combat-related stress. And realistically, um, especially in like modern day, it's not generally related to to combat stress. Um, if you can imagine, like you have your fucking your family, right? Your 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 close family, your parents, your fucking brothers and sisters and shit. And then, like one day, it's just like, hey, you're not going to see these people ever fucking again. And that's because. Marines get orders. Marines get out of the fucking Marine Corps. Um, you know, sometimes they just fucking transition to other fucking places. So it's like every day, these people that you have suffered with and, you know, built huge bonds with, they're disappearing. And, you know, you think it's as simple as, oh, you're an adult. You can go see them wherever the fuck. A fucking squad is 13 fucking dudes. And they all live in different fucking states. Like, you... And that's just one squad. That's just one fucking squad. Yeah. So your entire family disappears like annually. And that's fucking rough. <clears throat> so that's been the hardest thing for me. Um, not not being able to have uh, personal uh, contact with uh, the, the people I love. So that, that's been the most difficult part of the transition. But it's doable. You know, I got him. I I've got my fucking boys. That I can fucking call. Um, so it's tough, but it's fucking doable. You've done harder shit. Um, other than that, yeah, that's all we have. Those are all the questions. That's all the questions. Oh wow. I'm sure we'll fucking probably do another one of these in like a few months because it never fucking stops. Yeah. And every time I have one of these fucking military Q and A's, you ask the questions after we're done recording. Yeah. Um. Don't be afraid to get more specific with the questions either. Because, I mean, we can read it like a broad question and we can go off and answer it, you know, well, what if he meant this, what if he meant that, but if you're really specific with it, we can give you a better answer. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, is that all we got for today? Or? That's it. Alright, well, that's all we got for today. Until next time, we'll see you guys. <laughs>